There's no snare in my headphones. Yeah. Turn up my snare. Drop that beat. Let <laughs> that beat drop. Uh. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I'm your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me, as always, Mr. BT, Bernie Torres. How's it going, guys? Okay, so uh, <laughs> Roy Wood Jr. That's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. Yeah, host of uh, what... This is not happening on Comedy Central. Yeah. Very yeah. funny stand-up show. Yeah. yeah. And he made a tweet, um, which I, this is actually how I learned that this was whole a thing because you'd sent me the, the link for it. But he made a tweet. That, There's such thing as Juneteenth ice cream. Well, what it, what it is is uh, Walmart decided to make an ice cream flavor and then brand it as Juneteenth. And then they also have beside it, you know, rainbow pride-flavored ice cream. But what's that taste like? Ju- <laughs> yeah. Juneteenth has a flavor. Yeah, rainbow uh, pride has a flavor. Yeah, I don't, that's, uh, that's strange. It's very very strange. But the humor behind it is that Mr. Roy Wood Jr. just tweeted it out trying to be funny. Yeah, and it <laughs> turned into something because the woke coach woke woke culture found it. Yeah, and they were like, "He's a hero." <laughs> He's like, "Don't." It's like, I don't know if it's yeah. a hero. What do you say? Don't, don't don't send me those donations. I'm gonna spend them. I was like, "That's that's good, man." Hey, he was honest about it. They sent him donations. Spin them up, buddy. Uh, so, like, America's like we've lost our minds, right? I mean, pretty much we've lost our minds. Because, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, if, you know, rainbow pride ice cream, whatever, fine. Yeah. But, but it's just like, like, what, what, but what's the point? I guess it came across as basically <laughs> pandering. Well, I don't even think that. I think it was uh, Walmart trying to generate money exploiting something. Yeah. Well, okay. It, it's exploitation. Explo- exploitation. It, I say, which is pandering, but pandering is a, a little bit of a soft word for it. So you're right. The, it was the exploitation. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to make money off of something that it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, the, it, this is only the second year that Juneteenth has been a recognized federal holiday. Sure. And here we are with commemorative ice cream. Red velvet, by the way. Why is that the <laughs> flavor? I, it's, a, it's a strange, you know, it's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see how it works. For I, I, I don't know. It was very weird, very funny. But I agree with uh, Roy Wood Jr., though. Just rebrand it. Come on, chase the name. Just release the ice cream. I don't want to be responsible for something tasty not hit the shelves. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It, it comes back to the whole, like, hey, everyone gets a, get a trophy. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have no problem with nobody. But it's like, when are you going to put out a welder's ice cream? You know? Is that what we're getting at? Yeah. Where's, where's the welder's yeah, where, ice cream? I, and I want it to taste like, like, I want it to smell like my shop, like burnt metal. It's just terrible. Uh, burnt metal ice cream? Yeah, man. We called it Welder's Delight. I'm just saying. You know how ridiculous that sounds? It does, but doesn't so Juneteenth yeah, ice so cream? And pride-flavored ice cream? Yeah. I'm worried about what pride flavor is. Uh, I don't like that rainbow ice cream to begin with because it's too many flavors together. Isn't that that Napoleon? or No, because that's like three flavors. Rainbow <laughs> oh. is like every color of the like rainbow. Sherbert? So it's like Frubert. Fruity, yes, fruity <laughs> Sherbert. Frubert. I, I like Frubert. That's cool. I don't. I don't. That's, I don't that's know. what we're calling it now. I don't know, but I just it was very odd that someone tried to brand this and turn it into a money making thing. But at the same time, is it odd? I don't know. Uh, yeah, anymore. not anymore, man. This dystopian you know, this, world that we live yeah. in. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> so Elon's at it again. 
Yeah, just, he's he's going a little crazy on the Twitter. Right, 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 right. But is he going crazy or is he just sharing all of his uh, valuable information? I, I'm convinced, like I said, he's either an alien or a time traveler or maybe a time traveling alien. I'm not sure. But he's a population, okay, population, yeah. just like Bill Gates, except, you know, opposite, uh, where Bill Gates is like, oh, we have to control the population uh, because we're we're outgrowing our our means of survival, right? Yeah. Uh, Elon actually argues the direct opposite point and says, "No, we are not reproducing at a high enough scale to replenish our death rate." So Elon and, and he's been on this for a couple years. Yeah, as he's been. A, he this is one of the things that he has talked about publicly. Yeah, and he's you know on it again. Like I said, just, he's tweeting about it it's he's honestly resharing things that he shared in the past yeah but the subject has come back up again amongst him purchasing twitter because we're back to how many of these people that are on this platform are real people viable people and how many of these people are bots because i think he's wanting to have an actual census a global census an idea of where we are at and you know how many of what is accounted for as far as our population are really people yeah and also maintain the planet because yeah, sure, obviously sure. You can the only... collapse of you know if 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 he's you thinking don't larger bigger picture yeah it, this is not about uh, right here right now this yeah, is it's about... like the colonization of Mars it is uh, an escape plan in a lot of ways is yeah. really what some of it is sure this colonization of the moon and Mars is a way of having somewhere to go in case Earth isn't sustainable anymore yeah. I mean, he's, I, he's thinking like on a Star Trek level here. Yeah, dude. He, hey, I I like Elon Musk, man. I, I think the man is is very interesting, I, and he is uh, he's out there. Yeah. You know, he's out there. He's but, eccentric. Yeah, I guess sure. Is the word. Well, yeah, you would say crazy, but he's the you know has more liquid asset than anyone else in the world. So then he's eccentric. Uh, you know, it's just phrasing. You know, that's all it is. That's, <laughs> That's how uh, it yeah, is. Just ask Mark Cuban the difference between being crazy and, and you know, just popping your mouth off at a rapper. <laughs> anyway, uh, but so his whole thing has been for the past couple of years, though, is that our birth rate, you know, the yeah. rate that we're having children and, you know, repopulating mm-hmm. uh, doesn't compete with our death rate, how quickly we're dying and all this kind of stuff. Essentially it's a control, but it's a balance because if one outweighs the other, then it could potentially cause a swing in the opposite direction, which is not a good thing. Well, I'd say swing in either direction is a, is going to be catastrophic failure, right? So, I mean, because you're not hitting your perfect, you know, homeostasis. If this were the movie biodome, this is trouble. (laughs) Uh, Biodome. Polly Shore. Wheeze the juice. Wheeze <laughs> the juice, man. All right. Uh, Speaking of Pauly Shore. <laughs> are we? Yes, okay. we are. Okay. Uh, did you see that he is the voice of an animated feature film that was recently released? And he's the lead character of this animated voice. And it's Pauly Shore all the way. You can hear yeah. his voice. He's pretty distinct. Pinocchio. Wait, like there's a new version of Pinocchio? Yes, it's not as related to Disney. The story is actually a little bit different. It's more like a Pinocchio s- story as yeah. opposed to the Disney telling of Pinocchio. Yeah. But can you imagine Pinocchio <laughs> it's from Sh- Puppet to Little Boy as Polly Shore. Shore? 
And it's not. It's being played for like for serious. It's not a joke. It's not a satire. It's legit. So he's not even like doing like he he's not Pinocchio or Crawl as Pinocchio. No, it is Polly Shore voicing Pinocchio, and he's trying to be sincere, like really emoting, but it's still bad because it's It's Polly Shore, Shore, and he can't emote. Yeah, at all. No, Uh, he's got one. God, I don't even know if he has an emotion at all. I think he's just, just probably sure. Right. Sad. He's, he gets sad on he gets podcasts. Sad. He on Joe really, Rogan. He gets really sad because he's had a, you know, some tragedies hit him. Yeah, sure. But neither here nor there. I just wanted to drop that bombshell on you. Can you imagine Polly Shore's voice, Pinocchio? <laughs> I, I really can't. And while we're on that subject, what is it? Samuel L. Jackson is now going to voice the father of... Oh, Garfield. He's going to be Chris Pratt's father in Garfield. And he's going to be Chris Pratt's father? Garfield, yeah. Oh, Chris Pratt's going to be Garfield. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would say... Chris, Pratt, Chris Pratt's Garfield film. Okay. He's playing like the father cat. Oh, there's a... Fa- what? Is it John or... Not John, but... Uh, what is that dude's name? I don't remember. I don't remember the characters that. Odie. Yeah, here it is. Samuel L. Jackson has joined the cast of Garfield. The 73-year-old actor will voice the lasagna-loving, Monday-hating cat's father, Vic, a new (laughs) character created for the upcoming movie. (laughs) So Chris Pratt is Garfield. Right. Not Bill Murray. (laughs) Well, you know, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Poor Bill. It's like, Mr. Murray, do you have any regrets? Garfield, maybe? That was a good one. Anyway. Uh... (laughs) I never even saw that movie, to be honest with you. I saw uh, Zombieland, where Bill yeah. Murray made that joke. Oh, you've not seen Garfield? Uh, the Bill Murray one? No. It, the movie themselves, it was that dated animated feature. Yeah. It wasn't really well put together, but it goes back to that weird coincidental story that Bill Murray voiced Garfield the cat, and in the animated version of... Uh, the Ghostbusters, the guy who voiced Garfield the cat, voiced the character that Bill Murray played in <laughs> Ghostbusters. Because their voices sounded alike, Yeah, they, there's a crossover there. So that's that kind of funny. That's kind of funny, right? Yeah, I like that. All right. I'm kind of spending some time in Hollywood today. Hollyweird, as we like to call it from time to time. And just like that, we're back on the trash TV wagon with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It's the gift that keeps on giving if you're us. Yeah. Uh, so what we know is this. Johnny Depp spent wise man's money on a legal team because that woman is a thug. Like, Ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Suge Knight ain't got nothing on her. Nah, bro. Young CEO. Anyway, uh, Amber Heard. She spent lunch money on her legal team. They have not done well. No, they're kind of struggling. And even the people that they have brought in as uh, defense witnesses for her haven't been doing very poorly under cross-examination. Yeah. So, uh, so what's... Oh, my gosh, I can't remember. Johnny Depp's former... Oh, Kate Moss. Kate Moss, thank you. Dated famous legendary model Kate Moss during the 90s, like during both of their big 90s heydays. So it was a very public relationship for like four years. Right, yeah. So she was brought in as a character witness, right? Yes. But 
for Johnny or uh, she was brought in for Johnny, but in the past Amber Heard had uh, testified that Kate Moss had, had told been, her yeah, that she had been hit previous or... abuse from Johnny Depp when they were together. Sure, yeah. Well, Kate Moss has taken the 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 stand here and during her testimony says that Johnny Depp never never hit her. Yeah. Well, that's kind of <laughs> objection. What? Hearsay? No, Is they try. They try. The they were going down further down the road there, and then the they were like, no, no, sustained. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, 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 all right, we're done. We're done with this. Yeah. So. so. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, is that is that really about it though with the with the Johnny Depp thing? I mean, don't get me wrong, the memes have been great, the the reels and the TikTok videos. My the conspiracy gosh. theories. Yeah, the, everything has been. I mean, the cheers, the booze. It's like a yeah. every night's like a championship fight where there's a villain and a <laughs> yeah. there's a heel and a yeah a, a face yeah and a heel. yeah that yeah. exactly. And Johnny Depp's our face, and Amber's been our heel. Um, it's it's just awful. It's been a distraction from a lot of things. Yeah, that a lot of going real on, which, things, which is really fascinating. You know, as a whole, that we all kind of looked at this so closely, considering that in the beginning it was taken very seriously. Yeah. But as it felt like Amber Heard's testimonies were slowly falling apart, and her allegations had less to stand on. Yeah. Then it became more of a meme show to where now we're parodying it and, yeah. and mocking it. I, I mean, I will say thank you to the internet. For for providing us with the dank memes. Yeah, for being savages. Yeah. Thank exactly. you, Internet. Yeah, for real. Don't I'm ever, sorry. I'm don't cheering. ever change. Yeah. I'm cheering on the... Trolls. <laughs> yeah, I really am. And I, I can't... Troll gun troll? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I Game, respect game. Yeah, game, recognize game. That's <laughs> what it is. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, sure, it, it could... I. I don't know. I could get sentimental about it and say, you know, hey, I really, uh, I'm glad this is working out for Johnny Depp because if he is innocent, then you know he needs to be. Blah, blah. But whatever. Like Johnny's been having a good time with this. It's benefited him. Hey, did, did bad you, news did sells. you see that the defense has now uh, come about that they're starting to bring attention to Johnny's behavior during the courtroom, that he's laughing and smiling and having too much fun. <laughs> so now they're trying to use that against him. I, say, I will say this, though. Uh, that's not illegal. No, having fun's not illegal. It's not. Beastie Boys have told us anything. You've got to fight, fight for, for your right. right to party. We used to listen to that a lot. We did. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so... Just us, though. <laughs> somebody else participated. <laughs> yeah, nobody. It's ridiculous. We had like 10 other people with were like, yeah, and they're like, nah. No, we're too cool. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe they were. <laughs> we're still here, bro. Yeah, that's right. Uh, keep on, keep on. <laughs> Man, okay, but I don't know. Johnny Depp, I think there's been so much attention on him. He has trolled uh, her def- or her uh, legal team. Yeah, he's done all this. He's, the internet's gone crazy with him. His career is going to be back on track. Yeah, even if he never gets another job offer from Disney, even yeah. if he's never in another Harry Potter based film. Yeah, Johnny Depp's going to be all right. Yeah, probably he'll be fine. after this. Yeah, I, I would hate to to bet on the uh, the otherwise because he seems like he's going to be just fine at least unless anything else ever comes out yeah. you know knock on wood but at least for this particular case that's been going on television <laughs> for well over a month now yeah that's crazy and, and it really has pulled focus from a lot of important things man yeah like those aliens yeah like for real bro 
Like I think. Watch the footage. You don't believe us? Watch the footage. It's declassified. You can look it up. You can check it out. And it's creepy stuff. I'm not gonna sit there and say it was definitely a UFO, but I'm, I'm definitely not gonna say that it wasn't. I don't know. Between the declassified footage from the government that they recently released and the videos I see on TikTok. Yeah. My brain is just fried with what could possibly <laughs> be out there in the world, man. It's yeah. it's wild. It is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hope they're uh, not like Battle Los Angeles because those dudes were, those dudes were hardcore. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like sometimes I see footage like of these videos and it's like, how did that thing in the sky do that? Like, yeah. how did it make that maneuver? <laughs> how did it evade... This F-16 that had it in its scope, this highly trained pilot. What? I hadn't seen this. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. It's, no, watch the videos. I didn't see that. All right, whatever. There are, so, there are so many. There are like 400 videos out there, man. They're so just of jet pilots that you see things. And oh, then yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gone. okay, okay. And they're tailing it, and they're tailing it, and then it's gone. But it's so far away, you can't tell what it is. Yeah. And it's not like a saucer, because yeah. that's what you're expecting. You're like a little, <laughs> little green man in saucers, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's nothing like that. So it's it's pretty crazy. The truth is out there. It's like we don't have beef with the Red Sox. We have the we oh have Rick and Morty anime. Did you check any of that out? No, but I can. I mean, well, they've ordered like a full season of this, and it's a ten all new ten episode adventure from Tower of God director Takashi Sando, Sano. Rick and Morty anime is currently in production, will eventually premiere on Adult Swim and HBO Max. It's a spinoff to serve as a standalone series, even though it will adapt themes and events from the Adult Swim's critically acclaimed animated series. Revisiting the madcap world of Rick and Morty after previously helming anime shorts Rick and Morty vs. Genocider and Summer Meets God, Rick Meets Evil. So those are the two episodes of this past season that had uh, scenes within within this episode that were uh, anime style. Yeah. And they were done really, really well, and they felt like genuine anime, and that's because they brought in a real anime director. Oh, okay. Well, he's going to actually take over writing an anime based off of the series. Okay, and so... And here's hoping it's Rick and Two Crows. That's all I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. I, I don't know enough about anime. I, I'm not a big anime guy, so... I, I, I just don't know enough about it to be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome, you know? But I... You like anime, I'm assuming. Yeah, as far as a director, this guy is really good. He's got a quite a catalog of things that he's produced in the past that are of high quality and really great art direction. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that he can do the same with Rick and Morty because the base story that he's been given is pretty funny and humorous, but also, you know how gory yeah. Rick and Morty can be. Well, you know how gory anime, anime can yeah. be. It fits side by side. Yeah. If you haven't seen it already, I know it's completely out of context if you don't know the rest of the Rick and Morty series. However, funny thing, it's a series about, ant- about serialization that hates serialization that is completely serialized. <laughs> yeah. So you can hop in at any time, really. Yeah. So if you watch the episode Rick and Two Crows, it's pretty good. Okay. It's a good one. It's from the most recent season, season five. And oh, okay, okay. So, so he's remaking... Basically, the series, but doing it in anime fashion? I don't think so. I think he's just telling a story arc. Okay. Okay, so it's going to be a a separate thing. Yes, and that's what I'm saying is I don't know if we've got the details on what is going to be the basis of the anime just yet. I haven't researched it as of us recording right now, but 
during the Rick and Morty animated series, the Adult Swim regular yeah. Rick and Morty show, yeah. there was a brief time where Rick and Morty take a break and Rick goes off on adventures with two crows because he's making a joke that I can replace Morty with literally anything on this wheel, yeah. including two crows. Two crows. Okay. And that's all they are, yep. just... Yeah, it's just two crows, yeah. But he goes, like, to feudal Japan, and he has a, a rival. There's a whole thing. So yeah. it's, it's pretty great. They they wrap it up within an episode on the show, but this is going to be a whole anime series. Oh, okay. So I'm really and intrigued. you're hoping that they take Rick and Two Crows to make a series Yes, and I'm wanting to see the development of Rick Sanchez, the character, because I'm always interested to see what they do with that development. <laughs> he did and, some pretty wild stuff I'm, on the show. I'm a huge fan of the anime style as well. Even yeah. if you don't like anime itself, I recommend checking out maybe like Samurai Jack, yeah. because that's a very well done anime style show, but it also it doesn't feel like you're watching Pokemon per se. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would say I I do know what Samurai Jack is, so I could check that out or yeah. something. I don't know because like I try like okay, I had a friend of mine who like, and please forgive me if I don't say this right. I think it's Nurato, Nurato. Uh, n- I call it Naruto, but Naruto, it's Naruto, okay. I believe. Yeah, Naruto. Yeah, I think that's something it. like Naruto or there's a p- correct pronunciation. I call it Naruto, and I know it offends people that like Naruto. Yeah, I'm I'm a hillbilly though. But, so yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't know. It's not one that I've ever seen, but yeah, people swear by Naruto. Well, I would say I had a friend of mine um, who really liked that show, and. Uh, he just told me, he's like, man, I, yeah, it's a cartoon, but watch it. I was like, bro, I watch American Dad. I'll watch a cartoon. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watch the Angry Beavers. I mean, with my kids, but I would probably watch it without them. Anyway, uh, so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. Turn it on, and like, I, I just couldn't get into it. I have a hard time getting into it because I have a hard time watching anime that's PG. Oh, uh, yeah. I've become so desensitized to the violent anime style. Yeah, that, that anything, anything less anything than that's gory less is... Than, the, no, not even just the gore, just the being able to say foul language. Sure. It's weird to have people get in a fight that's as serious as those fights and nobody's actually swearing, that kind yeah. of thing. You know? Yeah. So that, that, that's a you know, <laughs> that's particular a type of uh, anime I guess I like would be sure. a little bit more the violent type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with being violent <laughs> I mean I know, As long as you can control it I guess Yeah Anyway um, So I, I tell you what uh, I know that it's not anime related But it is I mean video games Stem from Japan I mean and anime was uh, is something that uh inspired video games and stuff like that. Like, for instance, that meme you sent me, it was like, be the American, the Japanese think you oh, are. Oh, yeah. Where it was like a picture of, like, Guile from Street Fighter. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, everybody's caricature of uh, the patriotic American, especially J- the Japanese stereotype of the American patriot character yeah. is always Guile or yeah. Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, <laughs> 1980s. It, yeah. It's over the top. Rocky, Rocky Four. Yeah. that That's the type of over the top patriotic yeah. character that they... It's Chuck that, Norris that they, riding, yeah. a, riding a, a bald eagle, okay? Uh, yeah. With a 240 Bravo strapped to him. All right, that's it's Kurt America. Angle winning a, a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, that's right. America. Anyway, uh, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, video games. So 
We have uh, we've seen how anime has inspired video games and vice versa. We have seen uh, how video games have inspired movies and vice versa. So, what came first, the movie or the video game? In this case, it was the video game for Sega, Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah. So, uh, what was it, in like 2017, 18, the first one came out? Oh, yeah, the one that they released a trailer for, and there was such a backlash against the ugly Sonic that they... Had to redesign him? Redesign the entire film. Yeah. And they did a good job. Yeah, they did a really Which is remarkable, job. and on a side note, ugly Sonic has now reappeared in the Chippendale... Uh, animated feature on Disney Plus as Ugly Sonic. <laughs> For real? Have you have you not seen the Chippendale no, movie? That's it. Like, I, I don't. Uh, wanna, is I don't, it the, is a Rescue Rangers? The new movie. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty with, sure that's what it is. Yeah, with uh, gosh, I can't remember. It's, it's a guy from Andy Samberg and oh gosh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm blowing this so bad. I'll have to look it up. But anyway. Think uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. as far as the crossover with the cartoon characters. Live and, action. And human. Yeah, okay, it's gotcha. It's pretty funny stuff, but they kind of troll Sonic the Hedgehog because <laughs> they have a character <laughs> at a booth at like a Comic-Con, Ugly Sonic. <laughs> He's got the teeth and everything. <laughs> it's it. Oh, my God. I got choked up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Excuse me. Uh it says Ugly Sonic. That's awesome. I got a... Yeah. Oh, John Mulaney. Chip. Uh, Andy Samberg is... Oh, so it's just like drug addict chipmunks that are... That's cool. And Seth Rogen's Kung Fu Panda? Hold on a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> That's not it. What? That's DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the cast. That's correct. John Mulaney's Chip. Okay. Andy Samberg is Dale. Okay. Will Arnett is Sweet Pete. Who's Eric Bana is Monterey Jack. <clears throat> Keegan a- Michael Key is Bjorgson, the cheesemonger, a Muppet like puppet. <laughs> Seth Rogen is Bob. <clears throat> J.K. Simmons is Captain Putty. <laughs> Tim Robinson is Ugly Sonic. <laughs> Dennis Wayne's birth or Haynes' birth. Hayes' birth is Zipper, the fly. <laughs> Funny. Um, Chris Parnell is Dave Bolleri, Dale's agent. So it's got a star. Yeah, you got a lot of stars got in a, it. a star ensemble cast yeah, there. Yeah, you got some drug addict, uh, you know, chipmunks. That's cool. You know, I mean, I'm, Andy Samberg, I don't know if he's ever gotten in trouble for doing drugs. You know he's done some drugs. I mean. What do you talk about? Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a cop, dude. He's Come the, on. Yeah. For, I mean, how could he be? Yeah. He was a cop with Terry Crews. I saw the show. Yeah, I saw Cheech Marin. He was on Nash Bridges. He copped in. <laughs> I forgot about Nash Bridges, man, with Don Johnson. Yeah, uh, speaking of Cheech and Chong, Chong's going to be included in the 90s reboot of the 70s show. Oh, really? Yeah, they've decided to bring him back with. So that means everybody on the cast has been brought back officially, except for Danny Masterson, who has not been invited back right. because of the allegations. allegations yeah. Ah, well, sucks to suck, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, getting back on subject, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, has, uh, has, it, has it come out or is it coming out? It's uh, coming it's out. It's been out in the theaters for a while, and it was doing really well, but now it's surprisingly been released on Paramount Plus streaming platforms very, very soon upon uh-huh. its release to theaters. Hmm. So, interesting, but yeah. it's doing really well. I haven't had a chance to see it, but it's remarkable because this is Jim Carrey's final performance. Yeah, man, that's... 
That's pretty wild. Do you think he's going to actually retire, or do you think I, it's like I, a rapper retirement? No, I think I think it's like Jim when Jay Z retired in '97. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then again in '04, and again and in '09, <laughs> and, and again in like '17, '18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Garth Brooks as well. You know, he's yeah. gone on like four different farewell tours. Yeah, and, the Rolling Stones last yeah, tour. Yeah. Don't you know people were very upset for buying those expensive tickets? Right. This is the last show, man. We got to. Womp womp. Anyway, uh, so, no, I think Jim Carrey will, will uh, call it quits. And the, the reason I think that is because Jim Carrey, we've always known as a little kooky, right? A little yeah, quirky. A little, we've, you know, we've, we've always we've, embraced his wild characters. Yeah, right. And I think that, I don't know, I think that Jim Carrey, like, I, Honestly, I feel like that dude's given so much of himself to his Every, roles. To all of them, man. Yeah. Even the serious roles. Yeah. Even the Truman Show like, can make you cry if you really yeah. want to get into well, it. Well, and when he did Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon, another uh, heartfelt one. Yeah, like, that one changed him. Well, he got into method acting with that one. A yeah. remarkable documentary, if you want to check it out, about him getting into character to play that yeah, Andy Kaufman. Uh, yeah. What was it I again? It was uh, like Jim and Andy, I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's it. Jim and yeah. Andy. It's very, very, very good. And it also kind of gives you a peek into the psychosis that Jim Carrey was going through, trying yeah. to portray such a iconic character that Andy Kaufman was. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was blurring the lines of real life and fake and what was real, what was fake, who wanted to hurt who. Was the where was he really a wrestler? Was he just going in there and just antagonizing? Is a whole thing. Yeah, that's different I, I, world, yeah. different culture. And then when he after he passed, and his longtime friend and alter ego for a long time continued to perform, it brought a lot of suspicion about. But then later, I think that they found out that they're two separate people. So yeah. Yeah, for a long time, they just really assumed that Andy Kaufman had just changed himself and became a different person. But these are the same type of people that think, you know, Paul McCartney's dead and been replaced with a twin. Or yeah. Avril, Avril Lavigne was, like, killed in 20, 2001 and replaced with a clone. Yeah. These yeah. wild, crazy... Yeah. Because they look at a picture and it's like, oh, my God, they aged? Is that what yeah. you're saying? They look, aged? look, you want to tell me that in one year she could have cut her hair? <laughs> yes. That is what I want to take. It's like, man, you're living under a look, rock then, bro. Look at the eyes, brother. <laughs> look at them. Look at, no. You tell me that that eyeball there, that yeah. eyeball there. You tell me it's the same eyeball. That ain't the same person. God. That's two different souls, bro. <laughs> oh, man, that's God, bro. You got to talk to him about that. I don't know. Anyway, um, so Jim Carrey being, being his last role, man, um, Jim's kind of kooky, and uh, I don't agree with him on some personal stuff, you know, like politics that he got outspoken with, you know, especially in the past few years. But, man, there's just – you can put all that aside because that man – And just, those movie roles, yeah, Liar, man, Liar. It was fantastic, mask, all of them. Ace Ventura, The Grinch. All right, so since we're, since we're talking about it, and there are so many to choose Dr. from. Dr. Robotnik. You get, yeah, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, that's right, and Sonic. So – so let's do this, man. In honor of Jim's last movie, what are your five top Jim Carrey movies? Ooh, gosh, on the spot. All right, on so the spot. number one, I'm going uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, first one. 
Number okay. two, I'm going. Uh, uh, in pati- are these in order? Uh, or no. just no particular just no order? Particular I got order. it. Gotcha, gotcha. The Mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like Liar Liar. Mm-hmm. I do like The Grinch. Mm-hmm. And gosh, uh, next one. I feel like you're going to catch me on one that I've been slipping, but I'm going me, myself, and Irene. Okay, okay. That's a, that's a pretty solid list, man. So I'm with you on Ace, uh, Pet Detective. Uh, you know, the other, uh, what, what is it? When Nature Calls, that one? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it's funny. A, but It's a it, spinoff. It's yeah. got its one-liners. But yeah. But the first one was iconic. But the Ace plot Vin- and everything. Yeah. So Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, definitely. The Mask, definitely. Uh, me, myself, and Irene, that's, that's, a, that's a big one for me. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, gosh. Is, Dumb is and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Who's got to leave the list? Somebody's got to leave. I'm taking Liar Liar down if I got to put Dumb and Yeah, Dumb see, and I'm, what I'm going to do is put Liar Liar as my fifth. Uh, and not, I, I love him in The Grinch, but, you know, whenever he's contending against being uh, Fletcher Reed or Ace Ventura <laughs> yeah, or Lloyd Stanley, Christmas. yeah, Stanley Ipkiss, Lloyd Christmas, or I don't know, whatever the. Gosh, the, I'm sure there's even like side roles and things we're not even thinking of. He was just. Oh, yeah. Him. Well, I mean, the, uh, Fire, Marshal, Fire Marshal Bill on uh, In Living yeah. Color. That was that's that's an fan. iconic character. Yeah. Um, when he was the. Uh, See, I think last week we talked about Benedict's, Benedict Cumberbatch's Grinch and how you said it's really good, and I like it. I do, yeah. too, but Jim there was something the about the way the Carrie did it was great. It's creepy. Like, like when, uh, it's creepy. Because it's like he really was the yeah, embodiment of this character. Yeah, say because you believe him. Yeah, I didn't feel that way when Myers did Cat in the Hat. It no, wasn't the same. It, no, yeah. it wasn't. And they came out about the same time. Yeah. Because, you know. And I love Mike Myers, too. I mean, when he gets eyes, he's hanging it up. We'll do the same thing for all oh, of his yeah. characters. Oh, man, yeah. And he's got a lot of great ones, too. Yeah. I'll stop. I'm making a list in my head right now. I'll stop. <laughs> but so uh, I don't know. I think that he'll be back. I don't think he's gonna hang it up entirely. I just think he's gonna be more picky about the roles that he picks and chooses to take. I just wonder if he's not gonna try to immerse himself back into the dramatic roles, which he does well. But sure, they're so tragic and dark quite often. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people hated on this movie. I really liked it. And it's not because I thought it was just this ingenious, really deep movie. Uh, I mean, it was, it was all right. It was a twisted little thriller called The Number 23. Yeah. Um, a lot of people... Based off the conspiracy theory revolving uh, uh, number 23. Yeah, exactly. Which is a legitimate conspiracy yeah, theory sure. that a huge number of people have. Yeah, right. Uh, I say conspiracy theory, a theory. Yeah, I don't know if it's I'm really not conspiracy because... Somebody's yeah, <laughs> numeral. Yeah. You only do that to me. <laughs> Numerology. Numerology. Yeah, yeah. I only do that. To you. Yeah, you only belittle me. So. <laughs> and speaking of being not of being afraid to go all in, I happen to catch the farewell of a few people on Saturday Night Live. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it was the last episode this past Saturday for uh, a few people, but more mostly in particular the. Pete Davidson, it was his farewell episode. He's leaving the show. Now, he's always had mixed feels about people, whether they think he's funny, not funny, if they like his skits or not. Right. He kind of joked about it within his his own little segment when he was doing his farewell. Sure. But the uh, more remarkable one is, I can't remember her name because I'm on the spot here. It's Kate McKinnon. 
Kate McKinnon. I, I she had a really funny bit where she played her most famous character, which is this really obnoxious and funny lady being abducted at the end, and it was just a really, really sweet send off. And you know, it was the well live from New York at Saturday Night Live intro, but it was also her goodbye after all of the years of being on the show. I thought it was really funny. Sadly, it reminded me of the issue with Saturday Night Live, and that is it's not quite what it used to be. Yeah. Looking back on it, of all of these iconic people that we've watched come and oh, go, yeah. and there are some people on here, I mean, even on the current cast, we'll probably remember, like, Kenan Thompson. We'll remember yeah. he's been on there forever. And, yeah, sure. And Kate McKinnon's going on, and Pete Davison has his little niche in the world. And we'll remember these people, but I looked at this cast, and I kept thinking to myself, Where's the Tim Meadows? Where's the Adam Sandler? Where's the Chris Rock? Where's the... Chris Farley. Where's Chris the, Farley. Where's the Kevin Nealon? The Dana Carvey. Yeah, where's the... Uh, Will Tina Fey. Will Ferrell. Where, yeah. where are all these people? And Will Arnett, wasn't he... Uh... Briefly, was he ever cast? I think he was. He just a feature. For I think like he was all of fi- those years. No, I don't know. He had to have been casted, right? I don't. I don't know. But yeah, just like Will Arnett. But all of these names have come through, and and yeah. some long, had longer stays than others. Some sure. had left with animosities, the Chevy Chases, and and those. Sure. And some burned out too soon, like Jim Belushi and Chris Farley. But what the hell happened to Saturday Night Live? Hoot uh, politics. Are you sure? Because all of those names I just named you were all liberals. Oh well, yeah, sure. But here's the deal: when I say politics, I don't mean having a political opinion. I mean politics got involved with. I mean, look how soft. Jokes. Yeah, look how soft society's gotten. Right. I can't. I have to sit and think about what I'm going to say before I say it. Now, I know that sounds like, you should do that anyway. But I mean, like, I have to put extra effort into it to make sure I'm like, okay, can I say that? I mean, how many times before a show do I go, is is that okay for me to say it like that? And you're like, yeah. We do it back and forth all the time. I do it at home whenever I'm conversing with my wife because she is someone that is very aware of things that should and shouldn't, shouldn't, you know, what you should and shouldn't say just because you're being an Right. So, so you right. kind of calls know, me out on that uh, sometimes. Yeah. It's like, you're right. I probably shouldn't say that anymore. Yeah. You I'm know. better than that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, 12. Right. <laughs> Pee pee so, poo poo humor. But, but the point is that we, you know, we laugh at that, but, you know, at the same time, you know, sometimes we just want to, like, come well, on. It's, it's, it's all jokes. Like, used to, check it out. Used to. Saturday Night Live made fun of the president no matter who it was, right? No matter who it was, they made fun of, uh, I mean, my God, George H.W. Uh, Bush uh, was, was imitated by Dana Carvey for yeah. all those years, and it was fantastic. It was the funniest. I loved well, it. Well, yeah, because it was Dana Carvey. Dude. Yeah, exactly. And, but, see, and then when, when he left, we got uh, Phil Hartman doing Bill Clinton. That was yeah, funny as That well. was funny. And then we had Will Ferrell doing George W. Bush. Yeah, that and it was, was fantastic. And we had uh, Will Hammond uh, doing Al Gore. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, we all loved all of that stuff. It was hilarious. But then it got to... I don't know. Then it got to a point where like the divide was was too big, I think, like politically speaking, because then it got I really know, hateful. I don't know because I know where you're going to go go with this, but sure. I don't know because I had a hard time myself trying to find something humorous to make 
out of Obama. Yeah. I couldn't no, find no, no, no. a caricature or something yeah. other than the way that he talked and his yeah. mannerisms. Right, which is, but, but that's the whole thing. That uh, What else did he give us? Jordan Peele. When, yeah, he, that was and, and he did That it. was good. Yeah, and was he good. did it. So that was how he did it because he had uh, Keegan-Michael yeah. Key in the background being Luther, his yeah. anger interpreter. Yes. That was a hilarious skit. And that then when he work. did it at the president's... Uh, Whatever that feast yeah. thing that they did, that was pretty funny yeah. too. Yeah, what do you it was. Yeah. I mean, that was good stuff. Anger interpreter there. Yeah, yeah. yeah the anger interpreter Luther. Calm down, Luther. Damn, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, or uh, what the the Rock Obama when the Rock was did a cameo and yeah, bad, bro. <laughs> yeah. that was funny. But but I, what I was getting at though is like <laughs> it's not so much that like they should have made more fun of Obama. It's more of like make fun of whoever you want to. That's the point of comedy. I like it, but whenever it goes to like. It got to a point where it wasn't even really all that funny. It was just kind of like, okay, you're saying mean things about it. I get it, but like, where's the joke? If you'll I, make the joke, I'll laugh at it. I guess my issue with it is I think the cast got less funny. I don't think the material got less funny. I think there's still funny material on there now because there's some jokes on there. I was like, but, oh, shit. They said that? Yeah. And then, like, that's good. That's funny. Yeah. And, of course, that's going to have some buzz and some controversy. Sure. And there's going to be one side or one person somewhere that may have got offended by some stupid joke. Yeah. But I don't feel like they go for it enough anymore. And it's like the episode of or at the movie South Park when Jimmy's telling his jokes in the future. Yeah. Or, or 40 years from now or whatever it is in that movie. Yeah. And it's like, what do you say whenever a lesbian and a rabbi and a black man walk into a bar? It's like, you say hello. They're very nice people. <laughs> yeah. That, but That's the joke. Yeah, I know. But, that, but that's the point I'm getting to, is that when politics got involved, everything got a lot softer. And like whenever they could go eggshells. after... Yeah. But whenever they could go after someone, I mean, and look, this is not... I don't care. This is a comedy show. Go after who you want. But I'm just saying, like, the only times that they really, like, felt like they went after someone is if it was someone who is aligned on the right side of politics. And he wasn't even, like, making a hateful joke. It was just kind of, like, saying hateful things. Uh, you know what I mean? And there's, remember, I haven't watched this show in about five, yeah. seven, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, I, I have kept up with it. But yeah. I've been one of the cynics and the critics that have been criticizing the yeah. show since... Gosh, go back. I wasn't an Andy Samberg generation fan. Nope. That, that one wasn't really huge. Like, that guy wasn't... It Maybe the regime before that was the ones sure. where I'm like, these people are just so funny. Where you had, like, Bill Hader in them? Yeah. Is this yeah. a cultural divide, a change that happened I, I, and in maybe me? Maybe it I don't is, know. dude. I, I, that's what I've wondered. Like, Seth yeah. Meyers, I never thought Seth Meyers was funny I, or likable. I was like, I still don't find yeah. Seth Meyers funny or likable. But, but, but maybe that's the point I'm getting at is, like, Damn sure didn't like Josh Myers on that 70s show playing that not Eric guy. <laughs> yeah, playing not Eric. Yeah. That lasted a whole half Four season minutes. arc, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we messed up. Bring yeah. back Topher. Yeah, bring him back. Topher. His name's Topher. Uh, uh, I feel like we've, we've rambled on about uh, pop culture a lot today, man. Yeah. So it's about Saturday Night Live sucking it. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, if they're going to be... You know, if you're going to be edgy, then go back to being edgy when it was funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I miss that. The thing is, I think the internet is saturizing everything. Yeah. It's making everything weaker and diluting it because we get so much, which is kind of ironic considering how risque and how unfiltered the internet truly is. Yeah. 
and how reaction based and how everything is instantaneous and yeah. over sexualized and over commercialized. Yeah. But still, Are you sure you're not a conservative? We uh, no, I'm I'm saying these things as like it, it, yeah, doesn't, no, it doesn't offend I, me whatsoever. Uh, no, no, no. I but, know. I'm just. I, but yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you, though. Yeah. It's like the internet desensitizes you to literally everything. Why? Because literally everything is on the internet. Yeah. And if you want to get down my conspiracy theories, it's all being done for a reason. Because there's this larger, overall, powerful entity called the rich that are trying to suppress this large, larger in population entity called the poor. And trying to subjugate and put well, into their. Yeah. I'm just telling you that I'm trying to join the rich, <laughs> but they have not been seeing my applications. <laughs> All right, guys, we're just going to wrap this up. Uh, we thank you so much for staying with us for another episode of the Hoot Hobbs Show. You can find us on the socials, you can uh, download us on any podcast platform. Uh, yeah, you can message us too. I know you're not going to, but you can if you want to. Um, hey, now they're starting to interact with our Facebook. Yeah, that's page true. Every that's true. You guys are doing great, man. Yeah, we they're, appreciate they're, you. They're starting to pay attention to us. Yeah, just uh, look at me, please. Anyway, <laughs> that's pretty good, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, once again, thanks, guys. Uh, hey, uh, next week we are going to be going live on YouTube. Yes. Yes, we're going to be going live on YouTube. Other than uh, so, Twitch. Yeah, uh, other than Twitch. Not trying to talk anything smacky on, on Twitch, but uh, I don't know. We're hoping YouTube gives us... Shows us a little bit more love. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way of working. Because it's, easy, it's easier for you guys to really get it because you can just go to YouTube. Honestly, the dream is to be on like Facebook Live because we know that you guys just get a notification. You click it, and you can watch it, and then when you're bored, you can swipe it away. Yeah. That's what we want. There's going to be a lot of swiping, I think. I mean, like, these guys are idiots. All right. Um, oh, damn. How do I mute this notification? <laughs> All right. Third and final time. Thank you, guys. From BT, from myself, we bid you good night.